Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Yeah, remember that song, Too Much Time on My Hands? Remember that, guys? Yes, I do. I'm not gonna I, sing it. I do, and I will. I will not sing it so that people don't change the channel. <laughs> I do not want them to change. The we 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 are just seconds into the show, so yeah, it's probably a good idea. You know, you know, clearly, sticks never followed college sports. Another jam-packed show here on the Sports Spectacular. It's the Illini guys, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. Lots of recruiting stuff to talk about. National Signing Day was on Wednesday, and our panel of experts will do a deep dive a bit later on and evaluate Brett Bielema's first official signing class, first time with a full you know, uh, full year under his belt to get it done. We'll hear from the Gatorade Player of the Year in Illinois, Hank Beatty of Rochester, uh, courtesy the Sturdy for 30 podcast. Uh, guys, really quick, what, what are your initial thoughts uh, coming out of signing day? Signing day for football coaches is like Christmas for little kids. It's like when they get all their presents and they're they're all excited about them and they get a look at all and they tell you how great they are and everything. And then, of course, then you got to use them, you know, so you hope you don't stick them back in the closet or whatever after you play with them. But, yeah, I, I'm really excited about this class. I think this is like a... A, a great foundation class for Brett Bielema. And uh, you could see how excited he was. I mean, we'll get into it more de- in depth, but how about his ability to break down each one of these kids as a person, not just as a player, but as a person and a player individually? I, I was I was blown away by it. Yeah, and as, as I look at it, the foundational uh, comment is really where I, I kind of land on this. You know, when you think of Brett Bielma, you think of offensive lines that play at the highest level. I believe only Nick Saban has more guys that he's coached into the NFL uh, than than what Coach B has. And then you look at some of these guys that he's attracted to come here, and that's exactly the type of guy that you can build a program around. So it's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I know we've we've kind of talked about culture before, and I don't want to beat up you know the the past. Uh, coaches, et cetera. I don't want to get too much into that, but I think, again, you're trying to, you, you've, you've turned the corner, it appears, inside your locker room in terms of getting guys who now expect to win. It's not a surprise when you win anymore, and it looks like some of the guys that he brought in kind of share with that. Uh, so much more to come on recruiting, and again, like Brad said, we'll get a lot deeper into that coming up uh, in our next hour. The basketball team returning to the court to face St. Francis of Pennsylvania. Noon tip-off on Saturday. You know, it has been a long week since that tough loss to Arizona. Guys, in your opinion, what do we know now about this Illini team that maybe we didn't know a week ago before they took on the Wildcats? One, I think we found out a lot about Arizona's really good. You know, you see them in person, you're blown away. So I think what you've learned is Illinois can compete with them. You know, and it was at home, no question. That's a that's a different animal, but they compete with them and they're missing their all American point guard and they're still competing with them. So I think that bodes well for Illinois, uh, moving on in the season. And they're gonna get better as this season. Underwood's teams always do, but so I'm gonna compete with about anybody in the country. Um and so now it's just a matter of, you know, doing those little things, the detail or any things, and they can win. I think they're contender to win the Big Ten because I think Arizona would be the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing that's kind of an interesting look at it is Illinois did not play the type of defense that pleased Coach Underwood in the second half. Um, and they they didn't play with without, you know, they were out there without Curbelo. 
And yet somehow this thing comes down to a four-point game. Now, granted, again, it was at home, but they really did prove that they can compete with anybody. And and the what if is, what if they play defense for 40 minutes? How good could this team be? And I think that's what Coach Underwood would love to find out. And you think about this game with everything we've talked about, it really came down, you could say, kind of really one play, and that would be the, the plumber five-second call that he just – lost track and had a momentary, you know, brain fart, if you will. And they turned the ball over. If you score there, it's a different game. Illinois may win. Uh, but to your point, um, I think this is a team that I'm with you guys. I think that if you look at it, it at the moment, it's a Purdue Illinois race for the title. Brad, what do you think? Don't discount Michigan state. I don't think there's good, but they're playing in it. They're playing well. You know, I mean, they're doing some good things. So, but I, I think Purdue and Illinois are the two best teams in the Big Ten. Michigan's been a huge disappointment, but I think they're definitely the two best teams. Now it's a question of who wins. Illinois gets that early season home game and kind of a, you know, if they can get out on top, win these, they got a great opening schedule of the Big Ten. They're already 2-0, and good opening slate here to kind of build some uh, confidence, maybe build a game, couple game lead and and maybe do that. But, I, yeah, I think that's that's definitely true. I think they have a chance to do something. And, uh, talking to the coaches this week, and I talked to four, four, all four staff members, maybe five if you count, you know, one of the assistant Dobos. But I, I, every one of them, when they talk about this, they're not talking about, you know, a team that are trying to make the tournament or do this. They're trying to win a national title or get to a Final Four. That tells you where the expectations are for them. Yeah, and and look, the bottom line is people try to get over a hurdle if they can. <laughs> So let's set the expectation at a final four as a coaching staff. And if the, and if the team gets over it, then then you're right where you want to be. And and I think you have to have high expectations to really make a difference at the end of the season. Yeah, there's no question about that. And I think it goes back to, again, we, we talk about so many times. We said a few minutes ago, Brad, go ahead. You got a thought? Well, I was just imagining Mike going over a hurdle was something that, <laughs> that kind of made my mind. I, I don't know. I just uh, isn't something I was envisioning, and you know, now the, I see it. And I, you can can you do the Fosbury flop over a hurdle? How does it that depends. Work? Is there a pizza on the other side of the hurdle? If <laughs> there is, I, you'd be shocked how high in the air I can get. I can get at least three, four inches in the air if there's a pizza on the other side. I, oh. I would guess you just go through the hurdle. I was thinking you're just a, a through the hurdle guy. You know, so is falling on the hurdle count? <laughs> Yeah. Mike's like the football it's all, it's player. Yeah, he's the football parent in conjunction junction. He's thirty, just just breaking right through the um, coming through. There. <laughs> yep. Uh, boy, I was just going to say it's about changing a culture. We might need to alter our culture here in the sports spectacular. Uh, but again, that's at noon tip coming up uh, Saturday. Can be seen on Big Ten Network. It's a big weekend too. The two thousand one and two thousand two. <laughs> you guys cracked me up. Big Ten championship teams will be honored at halftime. And uh, they'll stick around for an autograph session afterwards. You stick around here. We'll talk pizza and Mike's ability to get to it. I got to get over to the orange room and get some snacks now. That's right. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Ked hasn't gotten into him yet. <laughs> well, he was the last of three assistant coaches hired this summer, but Tim Anderson takes a backseat to no one on Brad Underwood's staff. Our Brad caught up with him on 30 for 30. We'll hear from him coming up next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com.
planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7-365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. It's a sports spectacular rolling right along. This segment presented by Busey Bank. Quick reminder, you can meet and greet the entire Illini men's basketball team this Sunday the 19th at Body and Soul in Savoy from 4 to 6 p.m. It's really it's a rare opportunity to meet just not just one or two players, uh, but the entire team. Wow, that's great. One guy who also might be there is assistant coach Tim Anderson. He was the last of the three assistants hired this summer, but what an impact he's made already. Brad talked with him last week prior to the Arizona game on his Sturdy for 30 podcast. Uh, what was it like being in those uh, first time in kind of the Big Ten battles? You know, being in the Big East, we had played out of out of conference a few times with Big Ten teams, so we kind of know the physicality of it and, and the pace and the and you know what's trying to happen out there. But you know, and and when you when you up close in person and just preparing for it and uh, and 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 to see the maturation of the guys and the game as it continued to unfold was was really really. Uh, you know, um, intriguing for me to, to to continue to learn the pace and and how the refs are calling it and you know and certain things and you know just 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 seeing it up close. The physicality is a uh, you know one of the bigger things that you know you see when you go from conference to conference. As you kind of go through every, as you kind of build together, you mentioned Chester and Jeff. It seems like you guys have really kind of meshed well together um, early on. I mean, it's it's rare when you have three and I, and I know Jeff was on staff before but three new assistant coaches to see them kind of mesh so well both whether it's recruiting or you know coaching everything so it's really been impressive to see you guys uh, find the ability to work together I think uh, Brad did a great great job of getting guys who are egoless um, you know if that's a word uh, <laughs> that that really understands the greater good and not and, and not afraid to 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 challenge each other um because it's been situations where we've challenged each other um but we also understand what's 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 the most important thing and it's about that i and holistically and about it's about us 
And um, and them, those guys are very, very smart. They're detailed at what they do. They work extremely hard. So for me, it's, um, I'm learning a lot from them. You know, hopefully I can bring some things to the table that they can learn too. But, you know, um, that was one of the things, you know, for me, that was one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted to come here too, because I can be on a, a staff with guys that, all they want to do is win. You know, sometimes, uh, even with recruit, you know, a lot of times it can be Jeff take a lead on a kid and, and I might know the mom pretty well and the dad and then Chester might know the AU coach or, you know, like we don't we don't really care. Like we don't get into like trying to outdo each other. We don't really care about that because we understand that if we do it the right way, you know, holistically, everybody will be able to, you know, benefit from it if, if our heart and mind's in the right place, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, and Brad is. It seems like Brad's a big part of uh, that that culture. We've seen Illinois basketball since he came in really change the culture of the program. Um, just uh, the the everything is like you know he, the toughness, the you know working together, just the teamwork, just everything's about like just that everyday guys mentality. And it seems like does it kind of feed down from him, and you guys kind of embrace it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and the crazy thing about it, Brad, is like people have no idea what type of person Brad is because they only really get a chance to see the, the, the coaching and the fiery part. He's one of the most funniest, most caring guys know that I've been around in a leadership position. He's very, very observant. Uh, he listens to, to everything, to everybody. Now, he, he might he might, you know, ultimately go with, with his decision. But, you know, he's really, really he. He was assistant coach for a long time, so he understand, you know, what it takes and, and, and the importance of having an assistant. So um, I think it, it definitely starts with him. Uh, he sets the, he sets the stage, but you know the 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 team. The, this team is different, though, Brad. It's really a player coach team, like a player led team. Brad puts the structure in place, and you got guys like Kofi and Monte and and, and Trent and. And, uh, and Jake, those guys really, you know, spearheaded and, and they lead it. And, you know, Brad just really like orchestrates it from the back and he know how to push guys buttons. He know how to get them going. He know when to, you know, give them a hug. And, you know, and, and you know, one thing with Brad, you know, you're going to understand quick that a, a pet on the back, a pet on the back and a kick in the butt is six inches apart. So um, he, uh, he, he, he's, he's like that. He, he knows how to push us, even the systems, you know, get to get the, to get the most and the best out of us. So, I mean, I've, I've learned a lot, you know what I'm saying? Just being here and being around him and how he manages the staff and how he allows guys to do what they do. And, you know, he doesn't micromanage, but you know, he, he talks to us every day. He talks to everybody individually. He talks to us collectively. And uh, he's just, He's like, he's, he's different. Like people have no idea if they really got a chance to be around, they're going to be like, oh man, this guy's really, really cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a, he's a real cool dude, but he's, he's, he's fiery though. That's, that's exactly who he is. But when he's not on the sideline, he's just like a regular guy. People have no idea. He's like, you know, he's funny, talks, talks stuff, crack jokes all the time, you know, like, and he, he knows like he, he laughs every day. So. That's good. That's that's one of those things. That, and you know, I I gotta say that you know you talk about the the attitude we see on the sideline. People don't people people only see like when coaches tend to get on guys. They don't notice all the the pats on the back, all the all the positive reinforcement that happens to to make it 
allow you to do those things. Because if you don't have a good relationship, then you can't get on guys like that as a coach. I mean, you got to have that relationship. Man, absolutely. You hit it on the head, and people don't understand that. Like, he he can go and coach Kofi super hard. Like, he coaches Kofi harder than he coaches anybody. Kofi don't care. You know, he have his little times where, you know. But other than that, like, he loves him. And, and, and the way Brad is to get the response from the guys, you you have to be able if you really know what's going on, you can see all those, uh, you will know all those those guys really love him. They really care about him because you know they play hard for him. They play hard for him, and they know he got their back. So, and that's one thing about him. He really cares about him. A lot of time, he he spent a lot of time with those guys. It's just it ain't even about basketball. It's about life and making decisions, and you know, want to be a part of you know their, their their life eternally. You know, go to these guys' weddings, and you know, just you know, just real stuff. You know, not just the basketball. They know he care, you know, so that's why he's able to get on pretty tough, you know? Yep, exactly. I got to say, Kofi is a guy that I don't know that Kofi's like the nicest, seems like one of the nicest guys in the world, but he still scares me a little bit because he's such a massive human being. Like, I mean, people from the outside probably uh-huh. don't realize how nice he is. You know, he's like, he's like, he's just a great guy. I mean, he's so nice. He's oh, fun loving. Uh, but I still, oh, I don't, man. I don't know if I could yell at him. I, I'd just be a little fear. He might pick me up and <laughs> throw me aside. So, <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, he's he's a great, he's a great dude. He's probably one of the best people I've ever met. And you know, his reputation does it. You know, uh, the, when you meet him and be around him, you're gonna know, like, man, he's a great, a hell of a kid, a great dude, and he's just a team type of team type of first guy. And he always help guy helps guys, and when Brad's getting on him and coaching him hard, he's the first one there to help him and help him walk it through it, you know. And and just he's like even when you know you bring you you know you bring guys into the culture like Plumber, he's right there helping them. Hey hey, make sure you do this. This is what you do every day. Make sure you go home. You know you can't be going out on game nights. You know stuff yeah. like that. So like he's a he's a he's a keeper of the culture, man. That's a that's a different type of cat right there. They don't make him like him. I've been around this game a long time. He's one of the better, but like once one of the better persons I've ever met in this game. So as far as a player with that much, you know, hype and ability and cloud. And- he gets fouled so much. I almost feel bad for him sometimes. He gets hit almost every shot he takes. And and because he's seven foot, yeah. 290 pounds, they, they kind of let it go because it's like, a, you know, a, it's really, it's probably a foul on every other human being on the planet, but for him, it's it's not. It's almost like when Shaq played in college. That's our Brad Sturdy talking with Tim Anderson, presented by Busey Bank. More with Coach Anderson after this on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. 
Hello, this is Brett Bielma, the Illinois head football coach, and you're listening to Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. It's a big week for Coach Bielma. We'll talk recruiting later in the show. Let's get back to Brad's chat with Illini assistant coach Tim Anderson from his Sturdy for 30 podcast. What has maybe surprised you about the team now that you've had four or five months to get to know these guys? They don't get phased. They, they're veterans. You know, even though when we was on a little skid, we, we lost to Marquette, and then we came back and didn't play well. We lost to Cincinnati. You got guys like Trent that never phased by it. And, you know, me, I came from DePaul, and, uh, and it wasn't the best best of situations. I mean, I was endured a lot of losing. So I know what losing <laughs> tastes like. I know what it looked like. I know what it feel like. And, you know, they, they just help. They just, hey, coach, we're fine. Like, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. We got to figure this out. We got to do this. Everybody relax and, you know, winning on the road is one of the hardest things that you can do besides winning in general. Yeah. So you got those guys are veterans. You know, Kofi and them was just telling everybody to relax. We're going to figure it out. This is what we got to do. We got to get back and clean this up and clean that up. And, you know, and, and, and I mean, you got to trust them. They've been there. They've done that. They've been in battles and they've had success and they know what it took. So that was one of the bigger things for me. And I think, um, you know, just the culture, just the culture that, that Brad has bought and created here. You know, just of working and and just toughness and just grit and you know what I'm saying and just 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 that eye that eye is powerful and Brad has did a really really good job of implement you know the right guys and then also the turnover as far as the right guys keeping the culture so yeah it's a it's definitely it's exciting uh, when you see that you know we, Brad always says you don't want to get old and stay old and you guys are old so that's mm-hmm. a that's a nice thing right now is they you know one, one of the young guys that you have you know coming in next year um, that you had a really you know good relationship was Ty Rogers um, a couple weeks ago we got to watch him play um, I, I'm I'm just amazed by that kid the way he plays the game like he's so I guess he's advanced. Like all these guys trying to score 40 points, he just wants to win. If it means he's he might get quadruple double, he just does all the little things that are involved in the basketball game. Um, I, you got to be impressed with his his basketball maturity for a kid that's still in high school. Absolutely. And he's a younger guy too, 17 years old. And I think that a lot of people see him and they want more, like how you need to be scoring and doing that. And, you know, one of the biggest things, uh, Brad, that that really stamped him and stamped, uh, I think, the 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 the, vi- the vision for him with myself and Brad. So doing the process when we was down to you know us in Michigan State and you know we 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 going down to those final few days and his dad called us and said, "Hey, what's the roster going to look like next year?" how many pieces that we're going to be able to put around him. We're going to lose a lot. Like he's not scared of competition. This kid wants to win. Like he don't, he don't want to just walk into a place where he has to be there and he's losing. No, he's, he's won everywhere he's been. He's won at Grand, Grand, Grand Blanc. He's won at Main Street. He's winning at Thornton. That team is not very good. He's making them better. So all he care about is winning. And, and that was one of the most selfless things that I think that we was able to understand this process. Uh, he got a really, really tremendous feel for the game. Like his vision, his passing, his ability to make people better. I think when the Line Nation really gets a chance to see that on a day-to-day basis, they're gonna be in awe of that. Uh, he's a legit six-six, maybe six-seven, strong frame that can rebound, that's tough, that's gonna guard, that's gonna make the right play consistently with the ball. Uh, and he has a mean streak to him. He's tough. <laughs> he's tough. I think he, I think he implement, I think he 
I think he is the 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 epitome of a of a Bride Underwood type of guy. And uh and you know, and that was one of the guys that we kind of set out to get, you know, you know, when, when Brad bought me in, you know, and and uh and uh, I'm just grateful and blessed that we was able to get it done as a staff. You know, I mean, of course I took the lead on it, but man, you got you got Chester and you got Jeff, you got Brad. Trust me, we all was calling and you know, and, and talking to mom, talking to dad every day, every day, every day. And I just think the 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 motto with us, you know, we're not going to be outworked. So if it comes down to everything is fair and on the table, we're not going to be outworked. And and that's that's what we that's what we kind of pride ourselves on. And and you know, same thing with with, with Jaden Sincere. We didn't, you know, of course those was Chester took the lead on him, and you know Jeff got guys that he's leading on, but. I'm hitting those guys up too consistently, you know what I'm saying? Every day building a relationship because I think that would, what helps us, you know, holistically um, when we're, when we're able to close it because they got a relationship, not only with Jeff, but they got a relationship with Tim and they got a relationship with Chester, you know, that's how we roll. And I, and I think this is, this has been very good for me. You know, I've been on staffs where this is my guy. That's my guy. Like we don't, we, we don't, we don't roll like that over here. That's that's really good. I, and you know, I think that's some of the keys that, that when you get on campus, then, you know, it, it makes sense because you don't know if he's, you know, maybe Jeff's working with big guys, Chester's working with the point guards, you might have recruited them. So they got to know everybody once they get there or else they may not, you know, it, it doesn't work. You know, it creates a lot of problems. Yeah, so, so absolutely. Makes sense. And so that's great to hear. Uh, you, you've got, I, I know I, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I, I got to say, I've been really impressed with what you guys have done so far. I'm very excited to see, uh, you know, the rest of the season and, and so forth. Is this, you know, you're, you're kind of, you battled through the tough time. Seems like your guys are clicking pretty well right now. What can, what can this team be as you get into the, the rest of the season, as you develop? And you're, I don't think you're at your highest point now. So I think you're going to keep getting better. What, what can you see at the end of the year for this squad? Uh, You know, I think we definitely have the opportunity, you know, to, to be a final four team. And, you know, a lot of people can't say that. And we can say that and we can mean that. We got guys that that's been through the that's been through the, the gauntlet and, and and been in some tough games and been on some tough road games. And like now I'm I'm, you know, we're preparing for Arizona, but I'm watching Rutgers and Purdue and Rutgers is beating those guys by one and a half and they was up by seven. And you know, and we had a pretty good showing at Rutgers. So this is a big ten. It's pretty much any given night. And it's so hard to, to win on the road. And uh, but just to go back and piggyback off what you were saying is I think that um, for us, you know, I mean, we're, we're every day, every day, Brad is peach preaching. We're preaching to the staff. We want to get to the final four. Once we get there, you know, anything can happen from there. You know, we got guys, like I say, Trent, that's been in some fights and, and Monte and Jake and Kofi and Coleman and Bello. Once he, you know, figure out and, and get back right. And hey. We got an opportunity to win. Like you, 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 it's only about ten teams can truly say that in the country, and we're one of them. Yeah, I was totally impressed by Coach Anderson as a former sales manager. When I heard that when Dane Danger came to town, he wanted to make sure that the guy didn't leave unless he had committed to the Illini. That's a salesperson. That's somebody who's got the ABCs always be closing. And I was thinking to myself. I'd hire Tim Anderson to sell any product that I've sold in the past. And you're exactly right. You got to have those, those guys who can close. And I really appreciate it. He said that, you know, that's true. in a lot of staffs, it's, you know, that's my guy or that's my guy or, Hey, what are you doing? And, and the fact that they all kind of work together, like let's, let's come together and make sure that you know everybody because uh, you know, like Brad was saying, well, 
you know, if somebody's going to coach the bigs or this coach coach the guards, a recruit's got to be comfortable with everybody. And so, you know, it's true that they all kind of come together to make sure that they, um, uh, that they uh, get the kid. Hey, by the way, the uh, entire Sturdy for 30 podcast you can hear right here on uh, IlliniGuys.com or again, wherever you find your podcast. Uh, good stuff and it's certainly worth your time to hear all of that. We need to pause for a local break. When we come back, DeMonte Williams joins us to talk about getting ready for the brutal Big Ten schedule here, getting back in a league play in a couple of weeks. Also still ahead, the Gatorade Player of the Year in Illinois, future Illini, Hank Beatty. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Glad you're with us here on the Sports Spectacular. Time now for DeMonte's Dimes, presented by Ajax Home Solutions. Illini guard DeMonte Williams is with us. Uh, man, he is the man with the, the he's got the, the brain matter going. It's, it's exam week. Uh, how did exams go, Monte? Um, they, they, they was pretty tough, um, but... I mean, they exams for a reason, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you ever get the pinch, Brad Sturdy is an educator, loves test taking, so you can always go to him. I'm about to learn some test strategies, um, strategies from him then. <laughs> good luck. I, 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 can, I can help you with test taking. That's about the only skill I'm good at in my life, so I, I've taken a lot of tests. <laughs> So, uh, hey, I, I got to ask, you know, you guys, uh, game with Arizona, really tough, you know, tough team. Uh, I talked to Coach the other night about it. He said, you know, they're one of the best teams that he, you've played against, that he's played against since he's been coaching Illinois. And you guys had a chance, though, to win that game. Felt like you were right there. So against a team that good, does that give you some confidence moving forward? I mean, it definitely gives us uh, confidence moving forward. It's just uh... – it's a test for us, you know what I'm saying? It's still early in the season, but it's just it's just really a test for us. And DeMonte, if you need any help at polishing off a buffet, I would be the guy for that. That's my skill set. Um, <laughs> but I resemble that remark. But as we go ahead, um, the question I had for you is, there were some key learnings out of that game. You know, what did Coach point to? that you guys can use the lessons that will make you better later in the season? Um, just being uh, more tougher uh, at, down the stretch, executing um, off, the, off, off of the plays and uh, just being mentally strong for the, to close out a game. You know, what was it like that the atmosphere, it just, you know, I mean, I'm watching on TV and, it, it felt like the old assembly hall rocking. I mean, it just, I mean, you could almost see the energy and electricity. What was it like to play in that kind of environment again there at State Farm Center? Playing in those environments is fun, uh, especially when it's at home. Um, everybody's cheering for you. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was definitely a packed house. And I mean, it was just loud all the whole game. Is it like probably the best environment you've had since maybe the Iowa game, you know, two years ago since you've had that kind of atmosphere. And so it's probably kind of cool to play in front of that. Yeah, it definitely is cool playing in front of that many people and just having fun. How did that team compare? That was that Arizona team looks, looks great. Um, uh, you guys played them very well. How do they compare to some of the teams like Purdue that you played last year in the big 10 and Michigan? Uh, just how they 
their uh their size all around. Um obviously we don't play we play a lot of people that got footers around the rim um and have multiple seven footers around the rim. So really just getting us prepared for games like Purdue really. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Now you're coming up, you've got St. Francis this weekend, uh, the big Missouri game next week. That's big um, because that's a that's a that's a game we you know haven't had a lot of success in in recent years. Um, yeah. How important is is this time right now? You've got a couple of weeks before you get back into Big Ten play. Um, how does the focus how do you adjust your focus as you kind of you want to get sharp, um, but at the same time, you want to take care of some things? Um, just being locked in every day, um, no matter what it is or what, what tools we need to sharpen a little bit more or just keep it, keep it going. Um, yeah, just being locked in, ready to go each and every day and just keep it, keep it moving. DeMonte, coach mentioned that he really wanted to get back to practice and really grinding and uh, talked to him. Uh, and he said that, you know, this is the first week of the season he's really been able to coach you guys the way he wants to. How has practice gone, you know, since the Arizona game when you kind of feel like you're getting back healthy a little bit as a group? I mean, practice has been great, um, especially when you have those kind of practices where you're going to get up, he's going to get up on you. I mean, but it's all love. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, just keep it. He's just trying to have us come together even more. Um, and just have fun, more fun with it. I, I got to get in one more question. Um, before we let you go, DeMonte, we've got, uh, we just heard a moment ago from Tim Anderson. Um, Brad was talking to him on the 30 for 30 podcast and talking about how, in terms of, Coach Underwood and and the respect and love that you that the players have for him that he has for you and that allows him to coach you up maybe be a little nastier um, because you understand where it's coming from is is that is that a fair assessment of the relationship? Definitely, um, especially when you got somebody like Coach Underwood going to ride for you or any or any of our uh, coaches. Um, I mean, they're definitely going going to ride for you whatever it is. Um, I mean, they just always got got our back so. Got theirs. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, we will live it there. DeMonte, uh, good luck again against St. Francis coming up this weekend. And uh, we won't talk to you until the new year. So happy holidays. Happy holidays to y'all, too. All right. Always good to talk to you. DeMonte Williams, thanks again. That's DeMonte's Dines. DeMonte. See you. Home Solutions right here on the Sports Spectacular. Up next, he's a future Illini, Illinois Player of the Year. Hank Beatty tells Brad Sturdy about one source of inspiration for him. That's next on the Sports Spectacular. Don't touch the dial. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimates. Once again, 224-880-6000. 
HX Home Solutions. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Wednesday was signing day for Brett Bielema's Illini football team. Coming up, a complete breakdown of the future, orange and blue. That's just ahead in the next hour. One of those putting the ink to paper was Rochester star athlete Hank Beatty. He's just been named the Gatorade Player of the Year in Illinois, and he talked with Brad on his Sturdy for 30 podcast. We're excited to have him here because he's not only a future liner, but he's also the Gatorade Player of the Year for the state of Illinois. That's a big-time honor. Uh, it's not just about playing on the field. It's also about your citizenship, um, you know, being a good student, all that good stuff. So, Hank, what, what are your thoughts on being the Gatorade Player of the Year? Uh, you know, it's definitely a big honor, and I'm really glad that I got it. Um, I worked hard uh, through school, through uh, football, you know, and I've had tons of help from my family and my teachers and, you know, everybody in the community. So it's just uh, really cool to, to get it and be able to have it. Now, do they have a? Will you go to? They have an award ceremony. Or are they just it's gonna. They send you a plaque. How's that work? I I don't know actually. I have to <laughs> kind of figure all that stuff out. So that's cool. That's cool. It's a, it's a pretty good thing. Of course, you know Hank is gonna be an Illini next year. I, I think you're still gonna be an Illini. You're gonna sign on uh, Wednesday. Is that right? Uh, I think so. I'm not really sure. I gotta <laughs> I gotta text my coaches and figure all that stuff out. So I'm a little behind on that. I think, but. That's all right. I mean, you've been busy this fall. You've been busy this fall, as we mentioned, doing a lot of football stuff. So um, you're, let's talk about your season. You, you know, you guys had a great year. I mean, obviously a great run. Um, you, you know, you run into, you know, you had, you played some great competition. I have to say when you guys went up to, up to Loyola and, and you, you, it had a rough outing in that game, but how, how, tell me about that game a little bit and how that maybe helped you guys as the season progressed. Yeah, you know, uh, going up there so early in the season, um, it kind of I can I think it kind of wakes us up for the rest of the season. You know, um, just playing big competition like that—that's so good. Has great coaching and you know a ton of good athletes. Um, wakes you up, makes you realize that you need to you need to prepare better for some of these teams that we're going to play maybe in the future in the playoffs. So I think that um, playing them early was good, just so we could kind of figure out what we needed to work on. And then, of course, the other big matchups you always get are the SHG games. I mean, and I'm sure you'd probably trade right now. You'd rather have won the, lost the first one, won the second one. But they were both great games. I mean, they're so much fun to watch when you got all those. Of course, you got the Leonard Bull factor, you know, father, son, all that stuff. What's that like playing in a game like that that's just so hyped in this area? I mean, every year. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a crazy experience. Um you know, as soon as as soon as you get to school on Monday, it's all about the Leonard Bowl and it's SHU week and everybody in the school can kind of feel the atmosphere and all the teachers are, you know, asking you questions about the game. And then, 
you know, Friday night, just playing them and walking into the stadium with the, um, the fans packed everywhere and everything. It's uh, it's a really cool experience. And of course it's, it's one of those things. I always feel bad for uh, Ken and Derek because somebody wins and somebody loses it's got to be. I mean, you you've seen the the both the winning and the losing side of it. It's got to be tough for those guys. I mean, what when they're going against each other? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking about that uh, this year a lot because in the past years I hadn't thought about it a ton. I, I've heard about it, and you know, Leonard talked about it a little bit. But I was kind of thinking like, um, if we had made it to the state championship and played uh, Joel yet. I know, I know some of those guys because they're also Illinois commits and I've gotten to be pretty good friends with them. So I was thinking about that. I was like, man, it, it kind of sucks that we, it's kind of cool that I have to play, that we could play them, but it'll, it would also kind of suck just because I'm friends with those guys and, you know, it's going to, one of us is going to be disappointed. Um, so I can imagine that, you know, playing your father or playing your son, that kind of just amplifies it by like a thousand. Um, so. Yeah, yeah that. It's pretty wild. I mean, and those guys are both. I mean, you know, you guys, Rochester's one. Yeah, they like the. It's almost like it's crazy. I was talking to Derek about this uh, on a podcast earlier. It's almost like if you guys don't win the state title, it's like a disappointing season to the point because you won so many state titles. I mean, it's kind of which is which is insane because I don't think people realize how hard it is to win the state title. I mean, it, it's hard. It takes a lot of work and off season and and and. And I'm sure you guys probably went in the season or your goal was to win the state title. I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. That's, that's the goal every year. And, you know, it, it kind of was disappointing not to be able to get the chance uh, to make it to state and, uh, and win one, but and it is kind of an expectation here, which I think is crazy, but it also helps us um, keep driving for that every year, which um, is a good, a good thing too. You know, you you mentioned, um, you know, talking about that SHG game, you had a you you had a cramp. Was it a cramp in your that happened late in the game, um, and you had to go out? It's like that it was like one of those games that almost seemed like whoever got the ball last was going to win that game. You know, it was just because no, it was so hard for either defense to get a stop against those explosive offenses, and and it really was kind of crazy. And you went down for the you know it's, where, what were you at for like one play, and and it just it's really tough to see your season kind of be like that, you know, come down to that one play, but that's, that's when you're playing really good teams. That's what it, the way it works. Yeah. I think um, towards the end of that game, I played a lot of defense that game. So I think my body was a little worn out just cause I hadn't really done that both way thing at, at all this year. And then at the end of the year, I, I tried in that SAC game. And then um, some of the other teams that we played before them, um, the starters didn't necessarily have to play the whole game. So, you know, we kind of we kind of only played like half the game. So we were probably a little out of shape and not used to going all four quarters like that. Um, but, yeah, I ended up actually cramping in, in both of my hamstrings, both of my quads and then my left groin. Oh, jeez. So I was I was cramping a ton and Pete was working on me. He was stretching me <laughs> out and he was uh, I was chugging the pickle juice and I hate pickle <laughs> juice, but I was doing everything I could to try and get back in there. Yeah, that's a it's we've really evolved a society where we chug pickle juice on the sideline to eliminate the cramps. That's kind of wild if you think about it. So, 
Pretty cool. Great stuff there. A quick break and then more with Hank Beatty here on the Sports Spectacular. When life gets hectic, you need health care that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. The Sturdy for 30 podcast, just a great series found on IlliniGuys.com or wherever you download your podcast. Now let's get back to Brad's chat with Rochester star and future Illini, Hank Beatty. I think it's interesting, um, you know, getting to be a, you know, you're kind of a, you're almost like going to be almost like a hometown kid, you know, you're only an hour and a half you know, away from Champagne, so you get to stay home and play. Um, does that is that kind of cool? Especially, you, I know you got younger sibling, you know, who's really good at, and your family wants to see you play. Is it is that kind of really make you feel uh, confident going into this uh, and secure? I guess going into college. Yeah, you know, uh, staying close kind of it kind of gives you that security blanket. Um, you know, if I'm ever if I ever need the support from my family, or if I ever want to come back and see them. Uh, it's only about an hour, hour and a half drive. So I can just, you know, drive back on the weekends or, and I can come back, you know, watch my sister play and stuff. So it's, it's pretty nice uh, just to have that flexibility. So will your mom be on the sideline taking pictures next year? Does she have to get a photo pass? How's that, how's that going to work? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> she'll probably try and find a way down there onto the field. So. <laughs> Well, she, I mean, I, I've seen her, I mean, the games, I mean, she's got that camera rolling. She's got a lot of, she gets a ton of really good stuff. So that's uh, maybe, I mean, Hey, maybe Illini guys, maybe we can have her do some stuff for us. I mean, so have her, have her hit me up. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can get her to take some pictures for us. So is there a, so as you kind I of, <laughs> and so I, as you kind of go through this, this whole thing, you're finished after high school year, what's it? I got to ask this. I mean, what's it been like to kind of go high school for you? We we've read a lot of things kind of change serious tone here, but we've read a lot of things about young, young people having struggles in this pandemic with like, you know, uh, depression, mental health issues, all these things. How, how do you, how have you been able to kind of get through that? What's helped you kind of battle through that process that all the, uh, you know, a lot of kids are having. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> over lockdown and over the pandemic, I'd say, um, you know, kind of just consistently having like a routine to do. Cause I, I think a lot of kids over, over quarantine and, and lockdown kind of just did whatever they wanted and um, kind of lost track of everything. Um, but, but what really helped me was kind of having a schedule. Um, you know, I, I would have like a certain time every day that I would go work out a certain time that I would eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, I'd set aside time to do things with my family, do things with my friends. Um, so, you know, I think um, being able to uh, to find time to do to do things that are important, um, like every night, every night at like six, I would, I would have dinner with my family and, and talk to them about things because they, they were always working because um, they're doctors and they were always right. um, busy and stuff. So I, I would always talk to them and ask them how things were going, and, um, you know. Besides doing all that, just finding time to have fun with your friends, I think that that was something that really helped me through the pandemic. Because, um, you know, I, I could do so much stuff with them. We would go because everything was shut down. So we literally found 
anything that we could do outside possible. Uh, we got into golfing. We went fishing a ton, um, boating, uh, you know, hunting, just kind of finding things to do outside with my friends was a, was a big thing for me in the pandemic. So I think that helped me kind of stay in shape because we were doing a bunch of active stuff and then, you know, just kept my, kept my uh, spirit up. So it was, it was kind of like you were living in my era in the eighties because we couldn't do anything. There was nothing to do then either. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have uh, <laughs> video games except Atari or, or maybe something like that. So, um, so we didn't, we didn't have that. So it was a little bit different. It, it's pretty, pretty fun and uh, pretty fun times if you can, you know, if you kind of embrace it and do it. So that's great. I mean, you know, I'm happy for you. It, uh, your great career um, at Rochester. Um, how many, got any records? Did you set any records at Rochester? I think you set the CS8 record for scoring. Is that right? I, I think I did. Yeah. And then I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know if I broke any, any records at Rochester. I'm not sure. Well, CS8 scoring records, a pretty big record. I mean, that's, that's had some great players go through there. And the other thing about that is you only got, you, you missed probably six or seven games your junior year that you didn't get to play because of the pandemic, right? Yeah, that's, uh, I, I think about that sometimes and just how much uh, things might have changed if we had that full year. Um, but, you know, I'm still just glad we got to play it all that year. So uh, it was it was nice to, to get a few games in. And I'm not super worried about records because uh, I, I care more about the team aspect kind of. And then, uh, you know, records are, are nice and stuff, but state championships are, are a lot better. So, Well, you got that too, right? So you got – Got a state championship yeah. too, so that's a good thing too. Is there a um, so and you got to play? I, I got to say that you know you probably played for one of the best coaches in, in the in high school football in the country, and in, in Coach Leonard, and um, he's just you know he's just an amazing coach. Is what he's able to get year after year out of guys, um, you know, is it, just astonishing. I mean, uh, talk a little about Coach Leonard and what he means to you. Coach Leonard is is definitely one of the biggest influences in my life, I'd say, on and off the football field. Um, you know, ever, ever since I was a, a little freshman, um, just kind of because everybody knows about Derek Leonard. So and I think that's one of the things about why the program is so great, just because he has that um, aura around him where he says something and it's done like everybody wants to do it. They want to they want to do the best they can for him. And I think that's uh, one of the reasons why um, Rochester, why, why he gets so much out of players is just because of who he is. Because um, as a freshman, I'm coming in and I'm like, holy cow, this is the Derek Leonard. Um, <laughs> all the freshmen are running around at freshman practice when he stops by and you want to impress him as best you can. So, um, you know, just, just on and off the field, he's a great person. Um, and he's always, he's always, you know, showing you what to do, how to do things the right way, how to be a good person, um, you know, winning, winning on the field and, and just leading a good life off the field. So uh, he's definitely um, a big inspiration in my life. And I'm glad that I got the chance to, to know him so well. I have to admit, listening to Hank talk, I had a hard time believing that was a high school senior. He really <laughs> sounds so mature 
And the team, the, the, the education and the coaching that he's gotten from uh, Coach Leonard there at Rochester is just amazing. And boy, I hope we can get a pipeline to some of the athletes coming out of that school because they are prepared to compete. You know, Mike, I thought the same thing. Um, just the uh, the composure for a 17, 18-year-old. And I think that, you know, when again, we've talked so much about culture and to the point that people probably are like, oh, here they go again. But it's so important. And so in a, in a player like this, you're getting someone coming from not just a winning culture, but a championship culture. When he talked about in terms of the number of, of, um, of you know, conference championships uh, to the number of, state championships there. I mean, it's, I mean, winning is expected and that's the kind of guys that coach Bielema is trying to bring in. Yeah. He's going to be a fantastic leader for the team. And obviously he can do a little bit of everything. So I'm not going to underestimate how he might be used over the next four years for the Illini football team. Yeah. Great to have an orange and blue coming up starting uh, next fall in 2022. Stay with us. There's no better place to be than right here with the Illini guys on the sports spectacular. (laughs) 